All right, my friends, thanks for tuning into the podcast, where, as always, we'll discuss the professional literature and the evidence-based protocol as they relate to the effective treatment of clinically significant anxiety symptoms. I'm Chris Lines, licensed psychotherapist and OCD spectrum disorders treatment specialist, and this, well, this is OCD Straight Talk. This podcast is made possible by NoCD. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. NoCD therapists are trained in exposure and response prevention, or ERP therapy, the gold standard treatment for OCD. With NoCD, you can do virtual, live face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty-trained therapists, and they accept most major insurance plans. To find out more about NoCD, visit nocd.com. That's nocd.com to book a free 15-minute call. For people in the state of Kentucky, you can go to kentuckyocd.com. That's K-E-N-T-U-C-K-Y-O-C-D.com and book a session with me. Like I can say life's a fight and, and it is. Like life's a lot of things. Life is joy, and life is family, and and life is work, and life is goal setting, and life is is struggle and striving, and that's it. Like Life is also a fight. It's staring difficulty in the face and striving against the challenge. That's what it is. And to a certain degree, there's a question mark looming in the background, And, and that question mark is, who are you going to be in the moment and in the season of challenge? What are you going to bring to the arena? Who are you in the moment of struggle? And that's a good question because life's a fight. And I think that when you're looking at that, it's like, well, what does that mean? And I think that it means two things. I think that it means first heart. Like, what do you do when you're tired and you're bruised and bloodied? What do you do in that moment? Are you going to determine to get up and fight on? Or are you going to wallow in suffering and give up? And that's a good question. What are you going to do in that moment? Like everybody has, has faced the challenge of being outgunned and outmaneuvered by anxiety. You're tired. You've been fighting this battle a long time. And, and OCD is just good at this. It's just good at this, right? And sometimes it outmaneuvers you. And sometimes it outthinks you. It's like you, you got to recognize that this isn't OCD's first day. It's been doing this a long, long time to a lot of people. Right? It's not like it's somehow still figuring out its sea legs. Like it knows what it's doing. Right? And so what are you going to do in the moment where you feel outgunned or where you feel outstrategized or outmaneuvered? What are you going to do? Do you fight on? You know, and I don't mean half-ass fight on. It's like if you're going to go down, do you go down swinging, giving it everything you have and giving it everything you have until you have nothing left to give? That kind of heart, that kind of determination. Like, who are you in the arena? I think that that's part of the question looming in the background to the phrase, life's a fight. Who are you in the moment of struggle when you're knocked down and you're bleeding, when you're bruised and you're exhausted? Now, who are you now? What are you made of in this moment? I think that that's, that's part of the question, part of what I'm meaning to point to. But then there's this whole other piece of things because like, Anybody who's ever been in a fight knows that it's not just about the determination to fight on. 
You know, it's not just about the emotion and the grit of who's tougher, who's the tougher person, because it's also about strategy. One of the things that we know about jujitsu and about some of the other martial arts is like, typically speaking, if you're really good at a certain technique, you can beat somebody who's bigger and stronger than you and maybe quite easily, right? Because you're very, very good at a strategy. And, and and you may not have much heart. And and that's and that's part of the point, because you might not have much grit and much resilience and, and much determination to fight on when the struggle is very real. You might not have much of that, but if you have strategy and you have technique, you're still probably gonna win the day. But the point is this not only is OCD bigger than you and stronger than you, OCD is also really, really good at this. Right? So you've got to have heart. And you've got to have determination. You've got to have that grit and resilience, right? You've got to have the balls to get up again when you're knocked down. But you've also got to have technique and strategy. It's the combination of these two pieces. And this is why I so often say to patients, my job is not to treat your anxiety disorder. And I hasten to clarify that, right? Because sometimes newer patients will sort of look at me cross-eyed like, what the hell do you mean? Your job isn't to treat my anxiety. Like, what the hell am I paying you for, dude? But the reality of the situation is like, no, my job isn't to treat you. And I'll tell you why. My job isn't to treat your anxiety because anxiety comes back. There is no cure for OCD. Anxiety disorders just return when stress gets high. That's what the research has revealed. We know that to be true. And you know that to be true without reading the studies. When stress gets really high, that's when OCD comes back. Or if it's already back, that's when OCD gets really, really bad. Like everybody knows this, you know what I'm saying? And that's part of that question. Like, what are you going to do in the moment of struggle? What are you going to do when you get knocked down? Are you going to wallow in the dust? Or are you going to muster your courage and strength, stand up and fight on, right? That's the question in front of you. But again, it's not just that piece. My job is to teach patients how to identify compulsions in real time on the ground floor. Like if I've done that, if I've done that, then I've succeeded as their OCD therapist. Because here's the reality of it. If he or she doesn't have the heart to fight on, if, if, if he doesn't have the determination to get up when he's knocked down, it doesn't matter what I've done. OCD is going to come back and then he or she's going to roll over and give up, play dead, and OCD is going to roll right over him. And that's what it is, right? But if he has the heart, if she has the determination to get up and keep swinging, if that's the case, and I've taught her how to identify compulsions, and she knows, not just from training, but from experience, she's confident in her skills to identify a compulsion successfully, she efficiently labels compulsions on the ground floor, and then she can add to that determination and fight the will to win. Dude, she's going to beat this thing every time. Every time she's going to treat her own anxiety system and she's going to maintain her progress over the course of time. That's the reality. You know, so it's like my job is to teach her the skills. My job is to equip him with the strategy. His job is to add the warrior's heart, the elbow grease, the determination to win and the will to fight. You know, you follow what I'm saying. And part of the reason I say my job isn't to treat the anxiety system is because the anxiety system feeds on maladaptive behavioral patterns. You know this. And I can't change behavioral choices for patients. 
Only patients have the power to do that. Only you, the listener, you have the ability to stop the compulsion. You know, don't bullshit yourself and say, I can't do that. I can't, but I can't. It's like, stop doing that. Stop saying that to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. That's not true. You can't. You haven't yet. That might be true, but I can't. No, that's just a lie. That's not helpful to you. That's not empowering to you. I can't. I have to. No, you don't. What? No, you don't. You just haven't stopped it yet. Right? Which which means the other side of that coin is I can and I will, hopefully, but I haven't yet. Right? That's that's a much more adaptive, that's a much more empowering statement to make. Like, yeah, you haven't yet. And here's where the question meets you in the dust. What are you going to do in the moment of struggle? What are you going to do? Who are you in the arena? Who are you when the anxiety is high, the thoughts are loud, the compulsions are ingrained, the OCD system is standing over top of you, victorious and laughing? What are you going to do now? What are you going to do? The answer had better be you're going to get up and take the fight back to the enemy with ferocity, with determination, with heart, and the will to win combines skill and strategy with fight, with the warrior's heart. You know what I'm saying? Because listen, life's a fight, man. And part of that strategy question is the micro compulsion, the idiosyncrasy that so often people don't identify as ritualistic. They just think that's that's just part of me. That's just part of my style. And, and it's not part of the anxiety system. It's not a compulsion. It's just something I do, you know, maybe when I'm nervous or whatever. And it's like, you've got to break away from that kind of thinking. You know, anything that you're doing, anything that you're doing, I've said this to you a hundred times, anything that you're doing to try and manage or to try and prevent the anxiety, or I might even say to express the anxiety, anything you're doing, anything at all, anything at all, regardless of how subtle, regardless of even if it's invisible to other people, like, like gritting your teeth is generally something, for example, that will be invisible to other people. And in some cases, it might even go unnoticed by yourself, but it's one of those things, right? Clenching your jaw or, or tightening your fists, bouncing your legs. Yeah. Sometimes I'll notice there's like, there's my muscles are tensed. Like my back muscles are tensed or even like my glutes are tensed, you know, like my ass muscles when I'm nervous or, or, or in some way disgusted by something, I'll notice this tension, right? And I'll do my best to, to relax those muscles Right? I'll do my best to, to, to stop tensing. I'll do my best to relax my jaw or force my legs to be still. You know what I'm saying? It's, these, it's not just the, it's not just the, the, the time-consuming and uh, uh, it's also these idiosyncratic and subtle behaviors, including behaviors you've been doing for years and years and years. That again, you might not identify as part of the OCD, and the OCD doesn't care about that. You know, it doesn't play by the rule of properly identifying itself. It doesn't care if you don't know. It says that's a you problem, not a me problem. You know, it's like you don't identify me. I don't care. That just means I get to eat. That just means I'm strong. That just means I get to fuel up my system and come at you harder again. You know, it's, it's your problem to identify the compulsion. It's your problem. So it's like, you know, the definition of the compulsion, you're armed with that. 
So armed with the definition of compulsion, you've got to pay careful attention. This is the strategy, not the heart. This is the strategy piece. You've got to pay very close attention to what you're doing in the moment of anxiousness, in the moment of anxiety, in the moment of the intrusive thought. It's like the thought happens and, and consider that the doorbell is ringing. Now pay attention. What do you do next? What do you do? Where's the tension? Where's the bouncing leg? Where's the hand washing or seeking reassurance? Where's the rumination? Where is it? What, what's the behavior that's going on? And maybe you'd say there's nothing going on that I can identify. I hope that's the answer. But if there's anything that you can identify, behaviorally speaking, including a mental behavior, anything that you're doing, that you're doing for the purpose of trying to manage or prevent anxiety or intrusive thoughts, or even express the nervousness in the moment, I would say, identify that. And now the heart comes in. And now the determination and the will to win comes in. Struggle against that behavior, not against the anxiety, not against the intrusive thought. War and struggle against the behavior. That's where strategy and tenacity come together to win the day. Well, that's it for another episode of OCD Straight Talk. Feel free to reach out with any questions you might have to chrislines04 at gmail.com. If you found the podcast helpful, consider giving it a five-star rating or subscribing to OCD Straight Talk for structured help with your anxiety or OCD symptoms.